Hello, and welcome to Tech Champagne, a wealth expansion podcast designed to help you turn simple ideas into major impact and big revenue. I'm Elisa Wilcox, and I've spent the last 11 years helping women entrepreneurs build six and seven figure businesses with simple systems and automation. I'm here to guide you and give you my exact strategies for money, marketing, and automated business growth so you can create the life and business you truly desire. The income level you really want is well within your reach. Let's do this together. Hello and welcome back to Tech Champagne. I am your host, Elisa Wilcox, and I am so pumped for our guest today. I am here today with a lovely Sam Harvey. Hi, Sam. Hey, girl. <laughs> Sam and I kind of go way back a little bit. I I met Sam initially at a women's retreat. Oh my gosh, three three years ago, I think now. And I've been to two of them where I get to see your lovely sunshiny face. And it's always, always so good to see you. And, you know, I think going to live events, if any of you are considering a live event, go to it. If there's any part of your being that is drawing you to a live event, do it do it, do it. There's always great connections. You always learn something and it's just fun. It's just so fun. So Sam, I'm so excited to see you today. I want to share something that you, you wrote whenever I have podcast guests, I have a little uh, questionnaire that goes out. And so Sam wrote, I asked what her, who her ideal client is. And she said, I'm obsessed with helping women entrepreneurs own their personal power, unleash their inner wild woman and have it all the man, the money, the magic, and everything in between. So, <laughs> it's so juicy and good. And I just had to share it. I hope you write that everywhere all the time. And I'm so excited to talk to you today, my dear. Thanks for having me. I'm so pumped to be here. I It really is wild. We've known each other for a long time, like it, through the interwebs after um, meeting at that retreat. And it's it's been so fun to watch your journey. And I'm so happy to be here. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was fun to chat with you at the retreat and then kind of see all the things that are going on for you. So. I I want to talk about where everything started for you. I think it's really important for women to hear, you know, that businesses are not born out of perfection. They they start in all kinds of circumstances. So let's let's start from the beginning. Oh my goodness. Okay, let's dive in. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've lived a million lives like that. I I've learned to be true. Um, I grew up on the East coast. I always wanted to be a dancer. I I wanted to dance professionally. And that was my focus as a little girl, as a teenager, I went to college for dance and sociology. I moved to New York and I got really blessed to be in the right place at the right time and also work my ass off to Mm -hmm. get hired, um, by the radio city Rockettes. So I had an awesome career there for 10 years and, in the beginning of my career, I, I was living the dream. I was dancing. I was traveling. I felt awesome. I was also super intrigued by fitness. I had some situations in my performance career where I was told that I needed to work on my physical fitness, AKA I was too big, um, which is wild looking at pictures from that time. I'm, I'm like, what? How did I get that feedback? Yeah. So um so yeah, so I I dove into fitness because I wanted to learn more about it. And something about me is if I'm excited or lit up by something, I know that's where I get to go. I, I didn't know that in my 20s, but I've learned that now in my, my mid to late 30s that following what lights me up is the key to my success. So I dove into fitness. I started teaching at a boutique fitness studio in New York City. So I was dancing. 
I was training people and I knew that there was, there was always something more for me. Like it was really great. And I knew that I was meant for more. And this is something I see in a lot of women and a lot of my clients is they've always have this whisper or their, this tug that there's something more for them. And so I really believe my journey was allowing me to go first so that I could then hold the flashlight for my clients, be like this way, I know it's tough, but this way. So, um, I got married, I was in a really unhealthy relationship. And during that relationship, I knew that something had to change simultaneously. I was doing fitness competitions. I had fallen into body dysmorphia. And again, I knew something had to change. So that was that first spark for me was hitting my first rock bottom of being in relationship with my body and relationship with a partner that were really, really, really unhealthy. Um, you know, that saying how you do one thing is how you do a lot of things that really showed up in my life at that time. So I knew that I needed to change something. And I started with nutrition. That was, that was the one thing I could control. So that's how I got into network marketing. I started in the network marketing space. And while that supported me incredibly with my, my physical body, I still knew there was more. So that's when I really dove into mindset work. I started going to women's retreats. I started to listen to podcasts. I started to, I learned how to meditate. I learned how to journal. Like I, you know, sometimes I think when we get into this space that we think that the people that are ahead of us just knew how to do it. We forget that they were also beginners. Yes. So that was me learning how to take care of myself. And so I went through my dark night of the soul, my first one in my, my late twenties. And through that process, I found my voice. I found my backbone. I, I started discovering my worthiness and I healed my body dysmorphia and I walked away from my marriage. I initiated a divorce, um, which on paper was like the perfect marriage, the choreographer and the dancer, the New York LA life, like all of the things that I thought I should have, um, weren't it. So I walked away and I dove deeper into the personal development and I just on a whim was like, Hey, what would it be like to get a life coaching certification? And again, following what lit me up that's what I decided to do. So I was dancing, I was still teaching fitness and I started dabbling in this world of personal development. And even when I got the certification, I was like, I don't, I don't want to be a coach. This is, this is not interesting to me in that way. I never thought it would be a business for me, but I just wanted to expand my tool belt and I wanted to know what was possible. Um, and so fast forward, I had a career in dance, a career in fitness, a career in network marketing, and then the coaching just kind of fell into my lap because I was obsessed with it. I was obsessed with being able to support women in getting to wherever they wanted to go. I was never someone that was like, I had a specific niche and this is what I want to do. It was just really, it was like a hobby that turned into a way for me to make money. And that's kind of like the beginning. I don't know if you want me to pause there. Um, Maybe that's a good stopping point. (laughs) I I love it. There's a few things that you said that I think are really important. Um, You know, things just sort of naturally evolve sometimes when you're not, you're not looking for it. You're not expecting it. I can't tell you how many people come to me and they're network marketers. They are supporting people anyway, in such a larger way than what they think they are. So they, they come to me and they say, you know, I have, I have this many sales or whatever, and this many clients, but I spend hours on the phone, you know, or 
in chats or whatever, supporting them because their problems are so much bigger than a protein shake. Do you know what I mean? So yep. I think it's like 100%. such a natural evolution and it's, there's so much value in that. And I, I love that you do network marketing, but that you also are like ready and available and so excited to support women on a much, much, much larger scale. I love it. Yeah. And I think that was the journey. You know, it really started with fitness where, oh, I could support people for an hour. I could empower women to feel strong in their bodies for this one hour out of the week. And then the reason I got into network marketing was I saw what it did for me. And I'm like, okay, if I can support them even more and really shift how they're treating their bodies and what they're nourishing their bodies with, that was the next step. And then for me, I mean, when I do something, I, I like go all out. I'm like full out all the way. And I was like, well, mindset, like that's really underneath it all. And so it was, it was a natural progression for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I love it. And I, you're magic at it too. That's something else I, I hope that you, you know, <laughs> Thank you. you know, like the day that I met you, you, you were just super tall, you know, blonde hair, beautiful, bright red lipstick, and just so kind and, you know, welcoming and just amazing. Oh, it's like, I feel like it's such a natural role for you to be in to help other people. And yeah, the, the journey is, is you're absolutely right. You're supporting them for like an hour in like a fitness class, but you see that, you know, the, the reward and the value in that people need that all the time, you know, mm. like, yeah. you're leaving the, the chaos or whatever's wrong, you know, at, with other things in life. And you're going to like a workout class for an hour and you finally find some peace <laughs> and yeah you know, your endorphins and your body's happy and then your brain is happy. It's all connected. And yeah, I love this. And I'm excited to hear more about the containers that you have that you support people. Yeah. in. But, I mean, I don't want to cut you off because I think this journey is really amazing. So you were with the Rockettes. Yeah. So yeah, so I was doing all that good stuff. And, you know, there, there came a time, like I think 2020 hit everyone in yeah. a different way. And for me, I think a really big part of my story is grief and resilience. Mm -hmm. And it's something that I never knew that I had. Like my friend's feedback was, Sam, yeah, of course you always land on your feet. You always know how to navigate these situations, but I didn't own that piece of me. I think it's one of my superpowers. It's definitely not easy, but this navigation of, of grief and the resilience. So 2020 hit me hard. I got dumped by someone who I thought I was going to marry, who was going to be like the person. Um, I wasn't working because the gyms were closed and the theaters were closed. I lost 70% of my hair from crazy oh. fever situations. I um, really, really struggled uh, with this big shift in my life. I had a stalker at the time. It was literally like my world was um, on fire, just truly exploding and burning down so that I could find my next level. Mm -hmm. And through that process, um, once things started opening up again, I had the choice to go back to dancing and due to personal health choices and, and for certain reasons, my contract was actually taken away. So I thought I was going to go back to dance and it was taken away. And that was like the nail on the coffin for me to go into my second dark night of the soul. And really this time last year, I was in deep, deep depression. I was having a hard time even walking my dog where mm -hmm. I used to be in the gym all the time and, and this light and this bright, you know, being, um, I could barely get out of bed. I couldn't look at the gym. I could barely move my body. Um, it really looked like a blur. So I was not enrolling clients. I was not being my magnetic self. And 
in moving through that process, um, I really believe that it set me up for this next level. And I think it's something that a lot of people don't talk about is this idea of living deaths, that we get to grieve past versions of ourselves. that we get to grieve what we thought our life was going to look like, what we thought things were going to be for us. Um, the grieving of the relationship in my divorce, what I thought that life was going to be, or this next relationship in 2020 or what I thought my dance career was going to be. And in that process, I think a lot of people shove it down. We don't create space for grieving. We don't create space for allowing ourselves to feel the emotions. I think a lot of times in the personal development space, we're quick to do affirmations. We're quick to try to shift into a more positive interpretation. We're try we're really taught to seek out the gratitude. And I think that there's a big space that we're not we're not being held through. And that is the transition. Um, mm -hmm. One of my mentors says that the the transformation happens in the transitions. And I really think that that is just brilliant because we don't become like overnight successes. We don't make a fuck ton of money overnight. It really is in these processes where we're breaking down the walls of who we thought we were, who we thought we were supposed to be, or other people's definition of success that we've held on to, and really peeling back those layers to find the truth of who we are. And that's really where I find that we we discover our personal power is who am I? Who do I get to be in the world? And what do I really want? What's important to me? And allowing ourselves to know that that can change over time. So what you wanted five years ago versus a year ago versus five days ago might be really different than what you want, you know, in a month, in a year and allowing ourselves to be in the flow while also setting ourselves up for success and having everything else that you want and creating the life that you really desire. So that I think is a really big piece of, of the journey, which has led me here. So I'm really, really pumped to talk about um, my new program, it's called Ignite. It's a 12-week program that is really designed to call in the energetics, the mindset, and the embodiment to help you release the shit that's holding you back. Mm -hmm. And for some people, it's imposter syndrome. Some people, it's perfectionism, not enoughness, too muchness, mm -hmm. um, really creating a life based on other people's definition of success. It's it's a whole host of things. And we're going to go through all these different lanes to really release that so you can come back to yourself and create the life that you desire. Not your mom, not your grandpa, yeah. not your partners, but like what you really want. Um, so I'm super pumped about that. Yeah, that's that's amazing. You know me. I love I love a group program. I love the ability to support a lot of people at one time. It's pretty magical. There, there's something that I wrote down when you were um, just sharing a moment ago. I would love to dig into a little bit what sort of support you got for yourself when you were sort of in this mm. difficult space last year. Cause I, I, I think that's common for so many of us. And, yeah. you know, when we, when we look at Instagram every day, everything's sunshine and rainbows and it's just not real life people. It's not, it's not Amen. happening. Amen. It's, like, it's like a TV show. It's highly edited. It's not real. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I mean, especially now with reels, it's like, whoa, you're, like you're dancing around and like, I'm all for funny. Like I, I love a funny sometimes. And also we get to remember what's real. Um, so how I supported myself, I, during that time, I had a coach, I had a therapist, I sat in plant medicine ceremonies. I really created the time and space for me to be with me. So I would go to the beach. I would just ground and like 
be with where I was. I allowed myself to cry a lot. Um, I went through different, um, like grief processes, rage processes. Um, I'm like a very spicy, fiery person. So a lot of my grief, once it, you know, once I could get into actual action, I had a lot of anger come through a lot of stories around, um, like not fitting in or having to choose myself versus choose someone else. So I, I got to work through a lot of things. Um, and also I do a lot of energy healing. So I have a couple people in my world, um, network spinal and Reiki, and I have different practitioners. I'm such a fan of people finding the support that's right for them. Mm-hmm. And for it to, again, be different based on what you're going through. So when I was going through my divorce, I I was boxing every day because that felt really powerful for me and really supportive. In this process, I was not moving. Like if I could just walk yeah. around the block, that was that was good enough. Um, so I would say that there gets to be like a an intuitive sense of like, what is it that my body needs today? What is it that my spirit needs today? who can support me with this? And, and really like, you know, um, my friends and my family were more my rocks and my people, but also knowing how to ask for what you need. Sometimes, um, what I've learned is like, you get to ask for, Hey, I want support. I really just want you to listen and hold the container or I want a solution. And so now like with my partner now, we're like, okay, do you want support or do you want a solution? I love feedback. Yeah. Because, you know, how many times are, are, are the people that love us, they want to come in and they want to fix, they don't want to see us hurting. So they want to try to shift. They want to change. They want to make it better. And sometimes that's not what we need. Sometimes we're like, I really just need to like have a breakdown right now and have you hug me. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And I love the communication. That's so clear to say, I need this or I need this because you're right. People that love us, that's their first, their first reaction. How can I make this better? Yeah. I even see it in my group containers. Like there's a big community piece because I really believe that when women come together in community, that we, we heal the collective. It's not only healing for ourselves and our lineage and our future generations, but it's really healing the collective. And it's one thing to do it alone, but it's another thing to be in, in community. And so even in my, my group programs, you know, in the beginning, before we've learned this concept, um, it's really interesting because we'll have the women you know, share what's not working in their life or where they need support. And the immediate response as women, we, we are nurturers, we are caring. Mm-hmm. They want to go in and fix and, and shift and change. And it's, it's a really eye-opening experience to go, wow, am I just trying to fix everyone because it fills me up and makes me feel important? Or am I really showing up in service to this person? Yeah, that's a great point. It's excellent. I love that. Um, so your, your group program is called ignite. Yeah. We start, uh, the second week of October. So it is like right around the corner. Okay. (laughs) Perfect. So yes, we are recording on the 29th of September. We should be, everybody should be hearing this next Wednesday so that the timing's great. Even if we've started, if people are interested, I'd love to chat with them. Even if we, we come in a week late, I got you boo. I'm a, I'm a win-win. Like we always find creative solutions. I love always, that. always. <laughs> I'm the same. I'm not really rigid with all the, you know, the things around group programs. I just want everybody to be happy, health and yeah. happiness. You know, it's important. Um, so that's we will put a, a link to that by the way in the show cool. notes that people so much. can find it. And I know that you also have a free training as well. Yeah, I have a free training on my website. It's a 15 minute free training. It's um going to support you and 
unlocking your next level, like releasing again, I'm all about releasing the shit that's not serving you and really seeing where you can focus your mind. Because when we are focusing on the past, we tend to fall into depression. We tend to fall backwards. And when we're focused so far on the, on the future, we tend to fall into anxiety. We're stressing about things that haven't happened yet. And so, Ooh, I mean, is that not the truth? It's like, if I'm freaking out, I'm either thinking about the past or the future and I'm not being present. So (laughs) can I just all every day? Can we just like, yeah, talk girl, I'm available. <laughs> I love this. This is so good. Well, I will put the link to that in the show notes as well. Cool. Uh, yeah. I just, Sam, I love your energy. I, I think everybody needs to be connected to you in some fashion. I appreciate you. I love it. I mean, and I've got so many opportunities coming up. Like I, again, I'm just so freaking passionate about, about pumping people up. Like mm-hmm. sometimes all you need is that little shot of like, you can fucking do this and then you can go do it. And sometimes you need to do like the deep shadow work. And sometimes you need to be in community. And I think that there's a time and space for all of it. And, and I really just, I love seeing women win. Yes. I love it. Absolutely. And we, we talked a little bit before we hit record here. Let's touch on money for a second. I'm waiting for you to talk about money. <laughs> like let's fucking go. <laughs> You're like, we're not done yet, sister. Let's talk about money because here's the thing. For some reason, women are not for some reason. I know why (laughs) we're not raised in a way that is empowering us to make money. We're not, you know, I, I think we're phasing out of, you know, like the generations before us where women were expected to stay at home and raise kids and, and the husbands made the money. You know, we're not there anymore, which is fantastic, but I think there's still a lag. There's still a lag. It is okay for women to make more money than their partners, to be single and be financially independent, to make so much money. They don't know what to do with it. Like all all these things are okay. So I find that I work through those blocks with my clients. I would love to hear a little bit about your clients and and sort of what that's like for your clients. Oh, a thousand percent. A thousand percent. I... You know, it's been interesting because a topic that's come up lately is, you know, when people are choosing to enroll in a program or not, when they're choosing to enroll in a coach or the personal trainer or the nutrition program or anything that's going to serve them, I find that we immediately are the first people to be like, oh no, I can put it towards someone else, or this could be, this could go somewhere else. And I find that there's a big piece with money, uh, that we don't allow ourselves to be the priority Mm -hmm. and you know, they say self-worth and your net worth are like completely related. So I think that there's a big piece of worthiness that gets to happen, the shadow work to release this story that we are unworthy or you're only worthy if you are completely burnt out, stressed out, doing a million things, you're exhausted and you've got no money in the bank account. Mm-hmm. You know, I I dealt with that a lot. I wanted to be a starving artist. Like literally growing up, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to move to New York and I'm going to be a starving artist. Like that was the goal. How (laughs) messed up is that? So in working through that, I really feel like there's, there's a societal piece and the societal programming. Mm -hmm. I also think that there's the worthiness piece, which is really the internal stories. And then there's the family programging the, you know, well, if you're rich, you're an asshole. Like if you like me, you know, if you grew up in a, in a split family, um, with a family of divorce, you know, it's like, oh, well, my mom's the kindest, most amazing human. And she has no money. And if I want to be kind and an amazing human, like my mom, I can't make any money either. I've got to struggle. I've got to be hard, you know, or it's got to be hard for me versus, you know, well, if you're rich, you're a dick. Yep. And 
And so really breaking through that and, and realizing, okay, when women have money, it just amplifies who we are. So if I am a good human that has a good heart, money is going to amplify my reach, my impact, and how I get to show up in the world. When I take care of myself, I can take care of everyone else 10 times more. You know that saying, it's like, you, you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm -hmm. Okay. So people are like, okay, I've got to pour from a full cup. No. What if we pour from the overflow? Yes. What yeah. if our cup is so full <laughs> that we're given from the overflow and it, it doesn't affect us. In fact, it just makes us more excited. Yes. And so, you know, I, I see this a lot when we're investing, I will come back to that and say, when you bet on yourself, you win. And so when you choose to put yourself first and get the chef or order the groceries off Instacart or have someone clean your house or invest in the coach that's going to help you make your millions. Yes. You win. Yeah. And it's like a muscle. I really think it's like a muscle. We get to just like confidence. I talk about confidence a lot and how no one's born confident. It requires five seconds of courage. And then you build the muscle just like you're in the gym. You don't walk into the gym, look at the dumbbells and the treadmill and go, wow, I'm so strong. No, you got to put in the reps. You yeah. literally have to go and get uncomfortable and lift the weights and break down the muscle fibers and get sweaty. Mm -hmm. And, and it's the same thing here. Like we get to be in the practice of building our worthiness of building our confidence of building our ability to hold wealth. And yeah. it's uncomfortable for people. It is hundred percent because your family has opinions about it. Your friends have opinions about it. You know, if, if you were, like you said, a starving artist at one point and, and now you're driving a brand new BMW, people are going to ask you about it and have resentment and all kinds of shit comes up for other people. Sure. It doesn't well, mean that we don't get to have the life that we want. Well, it brings up all of the judgment and this, this deep seated fear of abandonment for women. If I am ostracized from my community, I'm going to be eaten by the saber toothed tiger. Well, now the saber toothed tiger and our like being ostracized from the community might be a social media post, or it might be you breaking through generational wealth. Yes. And of course we're patterned to not do that. It's scary. Our egos are like, oh, we might die. We literally going to be eaten by the saber toothed tiger. However, that's our work. That is our work. And I think that it's really exciting because when we create awareness around it, that's the first step. That's always the first step. And when we think about it from a space of like judgment and comparison, when we can realize that if we look at judgment, it's either like, oh, someone's judging me. So I need to dim my light. I need to not talk about my money. I need to not talk about my business. I need to not talk about how amazing my relationship is. So I dim my light. You are basically allowing the other person's insecurities and fears and ego to win. And there's not growth for anyone in that relationship. There's right. no growth for the other person. There's no growth for you. But if you can hold your light, be too much, quote unquote, I will say be too much and it triggers or activates someone else. We can see the trigger or the activation as like a quote unquote bad thing where no one wins, or we can see it as an invitation for them to do their work, an invitation for you to stand in your power, to stand in your truth. And that I think is really how we raise the vibration. That person that you triggered, that's your future client. The yes. person that can't believe that you posted that online, can't believe you wore that outfit, can't believe you talked about your money, can't believe you did that thing. Yeah, yeah of course, they're going to go through their cycle, but it invites them to heal their own wounds. Yes, absolutely. I love that. And I think it just creates this, you know, like you said, like a collective, um, you know, like a shift in energy. Yeah. yeah. 
It's amazing. So what is your response? This is a question I love asking. What is your response to people who reach out to you and say, oh, Sam, I'd really love to work with you. I have these struggles and you've got the thing, you know, you have the support available to them. Mm-hmm. And then you share the investment and they say, oh, you know what? I just, um, people have a lot of reasons for not investing. Oh so yeah. Maybe they give you one of their reasons for not investing. What is your response? Well, I mean, here's the interesting thing. The reason that they need to work with me tends to be the reason why they say they can't invest. Mm -hmm. And so we tend to make the reason why the reason why not. So this is, is normal. Like it is normal, especially, you know, I have different like levels in my world. Like there's people that are fresh to investing. And then there's women that have invested before that are ready to take it to the next level. And at every level, Mm -hmm. of course, something comes up. So, you know, what I know is that this is the breakthrough for them and their worthiness. So I never take offense to it because it's not personal. I know it's their internal conversation. Yes. And so what I would invite them into is like, I hear it. I hear it. I've been there. Mm -hmm. I have been there where I wanted to throw up and cry because the person that I want to work with, their, their pricing or their investment feels completely undoable to me. Right. And in my experience, I still found a way I'm all about creative solutions. Mm-hmm. Again, creative solutions is my favorite word. Where, where's the invitation there? Where do I get to get creative? So for some people, it might be bringing them back to their vision mm-hmm. and asking, okay, well, what's it going to be if this is your vision and this is what's holding you back. If you continue to do what you're doing for the next year, are you going to have the same breakthroughs available if you don't take action? Mm-hmm. And if you do take action, what would be available then? So sometimes it's a vision conversation. And sometimes it's a creative solution conversation. And sometimes it's just being able to sit with them and go like, look, I know this is scary. I've been there. I I see it. I get it. And I share my personal experience. But what I know to be true as a coach, a mentor, a guide is that this is, this is where the magic starts. It's not once the program starts. It's not once we start doing the shadow work or any of that stuff. Once you see a quote unquote win or the result the transformation begins in this conversation mm-hmm. when it feels impossible, when it feels stretchy and they choose to stay in the conversation. Yeah. Oh, that gives me chills. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's incredible. And this is something I see too, for, for coaches where they get so stressed out about these enrollment conversations. I'm like, this is the magic. Yeah. Like this is why they need you. Exactly. <laughs> I love that because I know, you know, like you said, drawing from personal experience. Yeah. That's huge. The first time I ever invested in a coach, I was broke and it was stretchy and scary. And I cried for three days after I signed a contract and did a payment plan that I didn't know how I was going to pay it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and it changed my life, my whole life. I message my old coach now and just give her updates. I love that. I love that. Yeah. And, and here's the thing is, you know, if the, if the investment was doable and easy, there's a chance that you don't take it. Yes. Take it the way that you should. Like when I invested that, that first program, again, I, same thing, like years ago, I I think of that coach all the time. And she ended up being like my one-on-one coach and mentor for many years. Um, I 
showed up to every second of that experience. I was on Zoom five minutes early. I did every piece of homework. I did everything because I needed to soak my pennies worth because <laughs> it was so crazy for me. And if it was, I mean, how many online courses have you bought? I mean, I know I have that Thank I'm like, you. oh yeah, this like a couple hundred bucks, this, that, like, and I never even touched it. Right. hundred percent. We all do it. <laughs> so there's, and, and, you know, even programs I've run in the past, like, you know, business has not been, um, smooth sailing for me. I've, I used to throw shit at the wall and just see what would stick. And I've learned a lot of things throughout my own mistakes. And, um, you know, there've been programs that I've put out there that were a really low investment because I'm like, oh, well, more people are going to say yes. Well, guess what? Oh, they don't show up for it. Right. Right. <laughs> like I had to learn that as well. So there's that inter interesting, like energetic exchange there. either like, I'm resentful because I'm not charging enough or people don't value it enough. Like, you know, there's a lot of things in there. And so what I have found is that when the investment is at that sweet spot of stretchy for them, and also maybe a little stretchy for me to hold the line, yes. then it's yes. a beautiful, beautiful, um, base for an incredible relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love the psychology behind pricing, you know, for yeah. both parties, I think it's really magical. And, you know, to your point, you want to feel valued as, as, you know, coach, mentor, um, guide, and then they need to feel as we invest, we need to feel a little bit uncomfortable about it. Like, you Oh, hundred percent, hundred percent. And then over deliver. I'm like, and then I get to over deliver, over deliver, over deliver. Yes. But, yeah. yeah. I love it. It's, it's such a fascinating world that we are in. It's like the wild, wild west and I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with it. I do think that there's like some interesting things in the industry with like some smoke and mirrors and some things like really good marketing versus systems versus, you know, really powerful coaching. Like, I think there's a lot happening, but it's the wild, wild west. And right now I'm, I'm obsessed with it. I think it's amazing. I, I, I don't know how or why I was guided to this. Um, but I'm, I'm grateful for it every day every single day. Mm. You know, I, I get yeah. to travel. I'm, I'm in Hawaii right now recording a podcast with you. This is a normal work day. This is what it is. You know, women can, and men, of course, certainly, you know, we can have this flexibility and, you know, support and money that comes in every day and clients. I, I have Voxer clients. I check in with them once a day and yeah, I'm into it's it. Awesome. It's awesome. I, and I think that's the, that's the thing too. You know, I see it in the network marketing space. I see it in the coaching space and people really wanting to break out of the nine to five or what their parents yeah. were taught. And, um, you know, it's a thousand percent doable. And I think people really just need to see someone else doing it. And, and I like to remind my clients, like be the permission, whether that's being the permission to step out and leave the nine to five or being the permission to say, I love you and take that emotional risk or to wear that outfit or to post that thing. When we take the risk and we do something that our soul is calling us to do, but it feels a little scary and we may, might, might not understand it, we get to be the permission for other people. Mm -hmm. So I think it's like our soul's duty. It's our job. It's our responsibility to follow what lights us up and to make it work, to figure it out and to trust and to take action and to do our inner work so that we don't get stopped by the imposter syndrome or the judgment or the comparison or the grief or the guilt or any of those things so we can really have the impact that we're meant to have, whether it's, whether it's in your family unit or whether it's broad scale, you know, in, in, in the, in the country, in the world and all of that stuff. So I really think there's a, a space for everyone. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And one thing that I asked on, um, the form that you filled out prior to the podcast is what are you most proud of? Do you remember what you said? Girl, I have no idea. 
feel what I said. <laughs> well, something else we should probably share here briefly is Samantha and I have been rescheduling back and forth, back and forth since <laughs> June. And we are here the end of September, almost October. <laughs> Just timing, travel, life, not feeling great, all these things. And we have finally aligned here. I love it. So because of that, you are, yeah, your form was from June and here we are end of September, but you said my resilience and ability to pivot, which. Well, holy shit. Uh, Thanks for I holding that, that mirror for me. I love, I love this because I, I think there's some misinformation where when people are business owners, especially in the online space that they think, okay, I am a, for example, I'm a business coach. I'm always going to be a business coach. Well, guess what? Maybe you won't. And it's okay. It's okay to say, you know what? Actually, I have interest more in guiding women in their relationships now. So I'm going to make that switch. Have at it. If that's where your your heart is is pulling you, then do it. Yeah. You know, I love yeah. it. Yeah. You know, it's interesting. I was talking to my coach yesterday, um, just mapping out like the next couple months and the next year and really creating um a roadmap for me to know where I'm going. Uh, because again, like I said, I was the person that would throw everything at the wall and see what would stick. And you know, it was, it wasn't sustainable. It was really stressful. I was continuing those patterns. So, um, this has been really interesting. And I did have that fear of like, well, am I putting all of this energy into building something right now? Like, am I going to want to do this in 10 years? Am I going to want to do this in 20 years? And she looked at me and she's like, I hope not. I hope that the next thing happens. And in three years, maybe you're getting asked to speak on different stages. Maybe you're training in a different way. Maybe you have kids and you're, you're working with moms. Maybe you're shifting and growing. She's like, you know, if we look back at your life, you know, if you would have just been a dancer, like, is that, would that have fulfilled you? And I'm like, no, I always want something new. And I really do feel like we're always growing and flowing and flexing. And so I, I loved that reminder literally for me yesterday that like, I, again, I get to be present. I get to be present to what excites me right now. And of course, put the systems and structures in place so that it can flow and it feels good with, mm -hmm. with some grit and some hard work. Um, but not being attached again to what it needs to look like, what it needs to be, where I'm going to be in five years. Like, I love those, like, where am I going to be? What's the feeling? What's the vision? But I always bring it back down to, it's not the thing. Like it's not the money in the bank or the car or the house or the travel or the this, but it's, what do we want to feel? And for me, it always comes back to fulfillment, fun, and freedom. Yes. Oh, I and love So that. I could be doing that in Hawaii. I could be doing that in Costa Rica. I could be doing that with five babies. Who freaking yeah, knows? Absolutely. Oh my gosh. And technology is always evolving. You know, I, I'm name of the podcast, Tech Champagne. I'm a tech nerd. I love the systems automation behind online business. But here's the thing. Technology is changing and evolving every single day. Mm. So it makes sense right now. And what works right now is going to change tomorrow and the following day and the day after that. So if people think, oh my gosh, I don't know how to do all the things that Sam is doing online, that Elise is doing online. Guess what? It's a level playing field because nobody knows what's going to be Amen. next week. We're all <laughs> the same. We're all in the same place, you know? Yeah. It's all about the taking that first step. We don't run a marathon in a day. Like you got to start by lacing up your shoes. Exactly. Yeah. No. <laughs> and like Instagram reels came out. Nobody had any idea. Everybody's losing their mind. It's like, well, here we are back to the beginning again. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. It's, it's good though, because it brings out it new challenges. We're always learning. We're always developing. So, and another question that I have for you, because we are a tech-based podcast here, is sure. there a certain tech system or automation or something that helps you run your business? 
Well, let me just tell you that I am the least tech savvy person out there. Like I, that has, that honestly was one of my biggest things that was limiting, limiting me in the beginning was I just felt like, well, I, these things are so overwhelming. I don't want to be on YouTube watching these videos for hours. I don't like, it was, I I allowed myself in the beginning to get really paralyzed by that. And I was like, hang on, Mm. is this technology more powerful than me? Or am I more powerful than this technology? Right. So that I will say, like, you are more powerful than whatever the thing is. Let's just say that. Um, But I I hired a business coach. I hired a VA. And I do have a small team that supports me in those things. Um, So that has been huge for me. Um, I feel like that's like my number one. I could tell you like the websites and things I use, but I would just say support has been my number one, my number one go-to. Magic. And I, I think that's such an empowering decision to make to have someone else who loves doing it, who do who does it better than you do, have them do it. You know, have yeah. them stay in your your zone of genius. Stay in the thing that really lights you up. Yes. I had I I had um a friend, or maybe it was a, a business mastermind years ago, do that quadrant where it was like in one corner, it's what you love doing yeah. and what you're great at, what you, you know like doing and are okay at. And then I don't remember, but I know the bottom one was what you don't like doing and what you're not good at. And everything there was like outsource, outsource, outsource. Yes. And I do that in my life too. I'm like, I don't love cleaning my house. So I hired a cleaner. I don't love, and you know, that 120 bucks, like for some people that might be a stretch. However, the time and the energy, not only that physical time, but the emotional energy that I spend being like, oh God, I got to clean the toilets or I got to do this. The emotional energy I spent around, okay, how do I connect the automation from the click funnels to the convert kit to the, this, to the, that, like it was so much energy that was beautiful to outsource. Like, please take my money. Cause it's yeah, going to make me more. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I love this connection because when my house is clean, when someone cleans my house and I'm, I'm out doing whatever I come home to the clean house. Do you know how high my energy level is when I walk yes. in? I don't have to do it. Do you know how many things I, I sell on those days? Because yeah. I walk in and I'm just on fire. I'm like, fuck yes. My house is clean. I have, I don't have to do any of it now. It's me and my computer and I'm reaching out and this 120 bucks that, you know, you're spending to yeah. have your house clean. You're making it back times 10, a hundred, because your energy is so high and it's pouring into your clients and you're oh, a thousand percent. I can show up. I show up a thousand times better for mm-hmm. my clients when my life is working. Yes. Like it's just true. Yeah, it's true. I do have to thank radio city for that. Cause I was working like 60 hour weeks, like dancing at the theater. Ooh. And then I was also building my network marketing business. And it was, I just launched like my first or second group program. And I was like, how am I doing all of this? So I literally learned, I hired um, someone to clean the apartment. I hired someone to go grocery shopping for me. I even hired someone to do my laundry. So they would come walk up my three flights of stairs in my little New York city sublet. They would take the laundry. They would go wash it. Like there's apps for that. Like how incredible is that? So that was just a really beautiful lesson. Um, And then, yeah, I really feel like how we take care of ourselves it's a worthiness thing too. You're worthy of having a clean house. You're worthy of having the babysitter. You're worthy of going to the gym class if that's what lights you up. And yes. when we own that, then we we also are calling in more more money. Like energetically, we're in a space where we can attract in more. Oh, I love this so much. It's all connected. Yeah. It's all connected. Oh, I love this, Sam. You're amazing. You're amazing. This is so fun. <laughs> I know. I hope I get to see you at another live event at some point. I would love to. I would love it. It sounds amazing. 
We'll have to stay uh, in touch and see where the world takes us here over the next you know, sure. week or so. And we'll get to connect. Well, thank you so much for being here today. I really appreciate all of the, you know, scheduling adjustments and all of that. And it's just been so good to see your smiling face again. Oh, thanks for having me. It's a joy, a pleasure. I'm obsessed with what you do. You were like who I needed, you know, years and years ago <laughs> to get my business going a lot faster. Um, but I just, I love being able to combine forces and I just an honor to be here. Thanks for oh, having me. Yeah. Oh, you're so welcome. And in the show notes, we will put a link to your program ignite and then also your 15 minute free training and also your Instagram. People need to follow you on Instagram. It's just so like uplifting and fun. And, um, we get to see your dog. I'm a dog mom too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We get to be real humans on Instagram. I'm all I, about it. I love it. We do. So thank you so much, Sam. I, I love you and I'm excited to see you again in real life. And um, thank you everybody for listening and I will see you next week. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for spending your time with me today. I hope this episode brought you exactly what you needed. If you had fun today, be sure to hit the subscribe button or leave me a review. Your support means the world to me and it helps other women entrepreneurs find the show as well. And if you're looking for a free place to connect and learn more about creating your own six-figure online business, check out my Facebook group, Empowered Entrepreneurs. See you on the next episode.